0: Welcome to 95 Mac Daily for Monday, February 27th, 2023. I'm your host, Chance Miller. Leading off today, last week a report offered an in-depth look at Apple's ongoing work to develop non-invasive blood glucose monitoring technology. This work is happening inside Apple's secretive exploratory design group, and now a new report from Bloomberg has additional details on the inner workings of this team. Bloomberg explains that the Exploratory Design Group, commonly referred to as XDG, operates as a startup within Apple, and there are a few hundred people on the team, consisting primarily of engineers and academics. The team works out of a building right outside the ring at Apple Park, and it operates within Apple's Hardware Technologies Group, led by Johnny Saruji. Its day-to-day operations are led by a handful of different engineers, Unsurprisingly, the exploratory design group is both incredibly secretive and compartmentalized. This means that people working on one project within the XDG aren't allowed to communicate about their work with other members of the XDG that are assigned to different projects. Bloomberg says that the XDG is primarily focused right now on Apple's non-invasive blood glucose monitoring technology, but that there are several other projects underway. For instance, there is a team within the XDG working on next-generation display technology and teams working on AR and VR features for Apple's headset that help people with eye diseases. The team is also working on low-power processor technologies and next-generation batteries for smartphones, and those projects are actually one of the initial reasons the team was started. The report also points out that many of the chip and battery technologies developed by the exploratory design group have been shipping for years in the iPhones, iPads, and Mac. Unsurprisingly, the team has vast financial resources and headroom to explore countless ideas, and there's a lot of optimism about what might ultimately come from the XDG team. In other news today, Uber launched a significant redesign of its iPhone app last week, that brings live activities and dynamic island integration to everyone. This allows you to track the progress of your ride via the dynamic island on your iPhone if you have an iPhone 14 Pro, or via the lock screen if you have an iPhone running iOS 16. When Uber announced this update, one of the most common questions people had was whether live activities and dynamic island integration were also coming to the Uber Eats application. Unfortunately, it looks like Uber Eats customers will have to wait until later this year for these features to roll out. Uber and Uber Eats both started testing live activities and Dynamic Island support with a small number of users in December, but the feature wasn't broadly available to iPhone users until last week's update, at least for the ride-hailing version of Uber. According to the company, "...live activities and Dynamic Island functionality will be available on the Uber Eats app in the coming months." It's disappointing that Uber Eats still doesn't support live activities and Dynamic Island integration. Live activities were announced way back at WWDC 2022, while the Dynamic Island was announced alongside the iPhone 14 Pro in September. In fact, none of the major food delivery apps in the United States support live activities or the Dynamic Island. This has the potential to be one of the most useful aspects of these features, but so far it seems like a lot of the big companies have been hesitant to spin the developer resources. Rounding out today, Apple is hard at work refining the first version of its AR VR headset ahead of an expected announcement in June. A new report from Bloomberg now has a few additional details on the Reality Pro headset's features and limitations. According to Bloomberg, the latest test versions of the Reality Pro headset don't require an iPhone for setup or use. So this means the headset operates completely independently from your iPhone, unlike the early versions of the Apple Watch. So you can set up the Reality Pro headset without using your iPhone, then the headset can automatically download your data directly from iCloud. But you'll also still have the option to transfer your data directly from a nearby iPhone or iPad to the headset. Furthermore, unlike other AR and VR headsets on the market, the Reality Pro headset won't have a remote control and will instead rely on the user's eyes and hands for control. Bloomberg says that in-air typing will be a key feature for text input, but this is still proving to be finicky in testing. Bloomberg also says that Apple is already working on a second-generation Reality Pro headset with a specific focus on performance. The first model will be powered by an M2 chip inside, plus a secondary chip for AR and VR processing, but it's still not powerful enough to output graphics at a level that Apple would like. So the company is working to add an even more powerful processor, such as a variant of the M3 or the M4, for the second generation model. The first version of the Reality Pro headset is slated to be unveiled at WWDC in June, with a release sometime later this year. That wraps up another episode of 9to5Mac Daily. As always, you can find all of the latest Apple news on 9 maccom Follow along with me on Mastodon at ChanceHMiller at Mastodon.social or on Twitter at ChanceHMiller. And we'll be back tomorrow for a new episode of 9to5Mac Daily.